I'm Dr. Brad Schwartz, Professor and Chairman of Urology at SIU Urology. And uh, I understand that uh, today uh, you are celebrating a, a very generous gift and a matching donation here uh, that will uh, mean a, a big move at uh, SIU. Uh, uh, tell me about the, the details of this gift and how it came about. <clears throat> so um, I took over as chairman about five years ago, and one of the goals of most academic personalities within uh, universities and healthcare is to obtain some kind of um, endowment. An endowment is typically a, a large sum of money, um, and the interest that's earned from that is able to be used uh, really in perpetuity for uses that are set out by the donor. Um, and, and in this case, it's going to lead to an endowed chair in urology. So explain what, what that allows uh, to have happen and why that's a benefit for, for SIU. So in our discussion, in my discussions with the donors, um, they set out some guidelines that they uh, wished for how that money would be spent. And we agreed that research in urologic healthcare is, is what we're going to use it for. Uh, we've already identified some areas of uh, interest that include cancer and how urologic care is administered in uh, the rural parts of America. And we're going to start with Illinois and move outward from there. So the first step is really to really initiate a research program uh, with the uh, money that was uh, uh, donated. And it's going to start off with some kind of epidemiologic and uh, rural health care research that's desperately needed in this part of the country. Uh, a very generous donation of $1 million being matched by uh, the uh, Memorial Health Foundation. So a total of $2 million. Tell me about the, the donors in this case and why they opted to make this donation for this cause. Well, I think as we'll learn tonight, I think uh, Mr. and Mrs. Valla, who donated the money, uh, are very grateful to their doctors at SIU, uh, specifically urology, and how we've uh, managed their health problems in their family. Um, we've, uh, <clears throat> we, we've gained mutual respect over the years, and we've um, uh, become very close friends uh, through health care and through you know, uh, seeking health care. And in our discussions, he wanted to give back and felt that he would like to be a generous donor of uh, the in an attempt to get research and help generations to come in this field. Uh, and so, uh, again, uh, with a total $2 million being donated, and as you noted, you're able to uh, to invest that and essentially use the, uh, the, the interest income from that annually uh, to underwrite these different programs here. Uh, does this mean additional staff coming on board? How, how is that money applied to advance these causes of both uh, dealing with uh, cancer as a urologic concern and also expanding services into the rural areas? So the first step is, is identifying the uh, projects that we want to undertake. And once we do that, and we've already started that, we will use that money to uh, hire either PhD or postdocs uh, to initiate the research and join with our already clinicians in urology to further the research projects. And so once we get the PhDs or the, the, the postdoctoral fellows on board, um, we can match them and pair them with the clinicians we have on our faculty currently, and we can then use both of those uh, or that team moving forward to conduct the research that this money will support. 
And, and so, again, this uh, in terms of uh, the arena of cancer, this will help to uh, underwrite research, but also then potentially a treatment based upon that research? Absolutely. Um, what you're referring to is a, is a <clears throat> term that's often uh, used as bench to bedside. Uh, bench meaning the, the, the research lab or, or um, whatever the basic science research will yield. We can use that information then to formulate uh, therapeutic options for the patients within that disease. And so uh, if we can identify at the basic level and at, um, at the research level the needs and, and the basis of, of disease, then we can utilize what we've learned to formulate treatment and treatment regimens that are going to be useful for uh, the people who we are trying to target. And how rapidly do you believe you'll be able to uh, to make progress in uh, getting more of these services out to underserved rural populations, again, starting here in Illinois, but, but potentially broader than that? How, how quickly can you start to turn that around? Well, we've already been doing research uh, in the rural area in the space of bladder cancer for probably about three to five years in urology here. So we've already we already have established a baseline. We've already started enacting some of the uh, tools that we've uh, that we've um, discovered uh, in this area. Um, and so I think really over the next one to three years, we're going to be looking at maybe uh, getting a, a, a much larger you know, casting a, a larger net um, uh, of treatment options and, and better utilized resources to help patients with cancer. So it's, it, it, it's not a, a one to three week or a three to five month uh, enterprise. Um, this is kind of a one to three year project. And upon that, we can build and then expand our resources. And hopefully then we can have other projects that are 12 months or 18 months out. And so it's kind of a, a snowball effect when we have one successful program, we can start generating other programs, and then things will hopefully just build from there. Doctor, are you able to quantify uh, on an, in an average year how many patients uh, SIU medicine treats for urologic uh, issues and disorders? Um. <laughs> I don't know right offhand our patient base. We see thousands of patients a year. I do know that um, what we call our catchment area, which is the, the population which we serve, and SIU really does have a, a catchment area, at least in urology, essentially south of I-80, uh, all the way up to kind of the, the Davenport area, Quad Cities area, Quincy, down to Alton, all the way to the southern Illinois, Kentucky, and Illinois, Indiana border over to uh, Danville, uh, and then all the way back up to kind of I-80 in the Indiana uh, uh, um, uh, border. And so, I mean, if you look at that population, I mean, realistically, you're looking at probably three to four million people. So really the, the lower two-thirds of the state geographically is your, uh, your, your coverage area for treatment, and you are potentially uh, then assisting thousands of patients each year? That, that's correct. That, that's really our target, at least for the research. Yes. I understand. Okay. Doctor, anything else you would care to, uh, to add about this, uh, this endowment, what it means in, in terms of overall health and health care in our region? I think it's going to have a huge impact. I can't thank the Valas enough. Uh, I mean, their generosity and, um, and uh, charitable uh, gift will, I think, 
have a huge impact on many people and their generations to come in this area. And I also want to thank uh, Ed Curtis and the Memorial Foundation for their generous matching gifts. Without these, uh, you know, research is not really conducted on a, on a free and easy basis. And so these gifts have a huge impact for generations to come and might even globally affect upwards of millions of people. And so, Doctor, again, just to clarify, you are the, the chair of urology now with this endowed chair. Does that change how, how we refer to you, your title uh, at SIU School of Medicine? Uh, n- not really. I mean, it, it, again, it's, a, it's an academic um, prize, and uh, it, it's something we're incredibly grateful for. Um, of interest, if I were to ever leave uh, this position, um, the endowment stays with the chair. And so it is not, it, he is not endowing me. He's endowing the person who is the chairman of urology at the time, which I think is very important. And that's the way I wanted it set up so that if I ever leave, then the, the urology uh, department here can certainly continue to thrive and research will still impact beneficially the, the people of Southern Illinois. Uh, I see the press release refers to you as the inaugural honoree of this endowed chair, and I assume that's something that remains intact until such time as you leave, and then whoever replaces you would would then become the endowed chair. Is that is that accurate? That, that is correct. All right. Uh, Dr. Schwartz, thank you so much for your time. Uh, congratulations. We really appreciate the information this afternoon. I sincerely appreciate your time, and thank you very much. Thanks. Take care now. Bye.